The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in. It's the Wednesday, August 29th edition. Your drive begins at 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up this hour, it's Wednesday, so we usually talk to David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. So he's going to join us in a few minutes. We'll get caught up with him as the Power are getting closer to the conclusion of their season. Plus, we'll take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Of course, you know what the deal is. We're getting closer to kickoff. Marshall on Saturday taking on Miami, traveling to the Red Hawks. I'm interested to see this one. Homecoming. We talked about that yesterday. It's homecoming. Week one, Miami has made Marshall homecoming. Wow. That has um, that has some guts right there. Because you know the coaches aren't really concerned about that. That's not what they're concerned about. And the players, they probably have that mentality. But somewhere, just somewhere in the back of their head, they're thinking, homecoming, huh? All right. We'll show you homecoming. I can see if this was... A patsy on the schedule. Could come on, really? This is where we're going. All right, I'm over that. So, cons coming up in a few minutes. We'll talk Marshall football before and after as the Thundering Herd and the Red Hawks are going to do battle. And again, you look at this Miami schedule. If you're trying to look for a homecoming opponent, you got Marshall and Cincinnati, Western Michigan, Kent State, Ohio, Ball State. Ball State's November 20th at home there. November 7th is Ohio. I don't know if I would make Ohio the homecoming opponent. Kent State, October 13th. There you go. Sign it up. That could have been your homecoming game. Kent State, Miami, probably a better chance for the Red Hawks to win that one. Instead, game one, sign them up. It's Marshall. Why do you do that? Homecoming's probably one of your better crowds. doesn't matter. Across college football, especially in Oxford, where they'll have a big crowd for the first game and then nobody will care again until maybe homecoming. And they're just lumping both of those games right together. Opener, homecoming. I don't know why you do that, but okay, let's go with it. So before we get into talking herd football, I want to talk Conference USA with you because today more bad news for this television package. Not directly affecting the herd, but still be in. You know that outlet that carries everything else but college football and decided they want to carry some college football? And so Conference USA jumped right in with them. Be in. If you're trying to find them today on DirecTV, guess what? Not going to find them. Not there for you to find. AT&T, which owns DirecTV, and they also have their U-verse service, they have dropped BN Sports. So right now, BN's hurting. They're a soccer network. They try to pick up some other sports. They added Conference USA. They're trying to show some different sports as well. But this is a soccer network, and they've lost a lot of their content. They've lost some soccer programming to ESPN, and soccer rights are going to other providers because, well, Turner's getting into the mess. ESPN needs content for ESPN+. Plus. You've got Fox Sports and their properties. So you have FS1, FS2 needing properties to carry. 
you have, I don't know, NBC Sports Network, NBC, they're showing soccer. So soccer, people are grabbing this stuff up. You just don't have one catch-all for soccer right now. And so being sports is kind of taking a big hit. So providers are sitting here thinking, well, what's the big draw here? Why should we have you in our lineup and pay you? Obviously, my bill's not going to go down because um, BN's not on the programming package anymore. My bill's not going down. But at the same time, DirecTV just doesn't want to pay them because they don't see any value here. So you're looking at BN as maybe not being a big player anymore. They don't have that much of standing. Comcast dropped them, so you don't have them there. And now Marshall and other Conference USA schools who maybe depend on BN for a game here or there, not on DirecTV. So Verizon dropped them, Comcast, now AT&T. So they're not on DirecTV. They're not on U-verse. BN sent their tweet out asking their fans to contact AT&T to ask them to bring it back. Here's what it read. Disappointed, DirecTV and UVerse have dropped BN Sports channels. Despite the offer to extend our contract, we remain willing to negotiate and hopefully that they will work with us. Apologies for the inconvenience. To hashtag keep BN and hashtag stop carrier ballers, go to, they've got a website set up, keepbnondirecttv.com. And... I don't know what that means for Marshall in the long term because, of course, BN Sports is part of the television portfolio. But if you look at Thundering Herd, the schedule's okay. You're good there because you're not having to worry about that. Your first game's on ESPN+. Plus, your second game's on ESPN+. Plus, your third game's on ESPNU. NC State's a CBS Sports Network game. Then Stadium and CBS are going to be trading games. ESPN Plus pops back up with the Charlotte game, but primarily your provider this year is either a combination of ESPN Plus or you, or CBS Sports Network, Stadium, or those two properties with their Facebook outlets. That's your television package this year. But Conference USA, it's not going to take an immediate ding. I didn't go into the entire Conference USA schedule just to see how many games are going to be pulled. I went to the first couple of weeks. Now, the first BN game, going by the listings provided by the conference, is FIU at Old Dominion. Now, that is a BN game. That's scheduled for 7.30. And that's Saturday, September 8th. Now, after that, the next BN sports game was scheduled to be Massachusetts at FIU, and that's going to be a 7.30 game on Saturday, September 15th. Again, Not a big hit for everybody in the conference except FIU, Old Dominion right now, and FIU again. The Saturday, September 22nd slate of games, there are a couple of TBAs. So FIU at Miami and Louisiana Tech at LSU, those are TBAs right now. Maybe there's going to be a game on BN, maybe not. But the bad news is Conference USA just lost some reach. However little the reach was... Conference USA just lost some reach because now BN's not on DirecTV. You're losing Comcast, you're, lo- you're losing Verizon Fios, and now you're losing DirecTV and you're losing UVerse, all properties of AT&T. Comcast is a big, biggie, big provider. 
DirecTV, a big provider. Because you could always say, all right, I I actually want this channel. i got to have this channel. I'm a big soccer fan. I want to watch all the action it provides. I'm going to go with DirecTV because I can usually get almost everything I want there. Well, not today. DirecTV felt, AT&T felt, you know, not really getting much value here. This isn't really worth our bandwidth. This isn't really worth the expenditure effort to put this one on. Yeah, we're going to pass on this. If there was more college sports on that channel, maybe you could have made an argument. But it was a soccer-focused network that dabbled into some other sports. And you look at the demand here. Soccer is going up demand-wise across the board, and the bigger networks are dipping in now, taking what may be in unique. BN's not that unique now. What What is on BN that I have to watch? Nothing. There's nothing there. If it wasn't for a Marshall game on BN now and then, I wouldn't look at BN. I'm not saying I'm not interested in some of their offerings. It's just I'm not a fan. I don't get into international soccer and some of the other leagues. It's just not for me. But there was a niche there, but unfortunately, they can't even fulfill that niche now. And that hurts Conference USA. How much? I'm not going to say this is going to be totally a colossal failure on the part of Conference USA to get its product out there because BN, I don't think, is really the future of Conference USA media rights. CBS Sports Network is solid. Stadium seems to be a solid partner right now. They're getting some traction with their digital. Also, ESPN, they're back with ESPN, so that means ESPN, sometimes ESPNU, ESPN+. Plus, and I suspect a lot of Marshall games will be ESPN+. Plus. No doubt in my mind. From here until the future of this contract, I think the majority of those games are going to be ESPN Plus offerings. Why? Because Herd fans will pay. Herd fans will see me on Saturday at Roosters and we'll watch the game together. Or Herd fans will drop $5 a month, catch some games. And what's going to happen is I know there's a free trial what Hurt fans are going to do, for the most part, is we're going to get that first game on the trial, and then we're going to drop this thing and not have to worry about it again because the next games are at home. But in the future, I see this as a must-have for Hurt fans only because if you want to watch Marshall football, guess what? You're going to find it on BN somewhere on Facebook, and you're going to find it on ESPN+. Plus. And you're going to find it on Stadium or somewhere on Facebook. And you're going to find it on CBS Sports Network or somewhere on Facebook. Because it's going to be spread out. You're not going to be able just to turn your television on, sit down, watch a herd game. You're going to have to have some sort of connectivity to the Internet. You're going to have to have some sort of subscription package. You're going to have to be able to navigate this a little bit more. But primarily, I think ESPN Plus is going to take up a lot of slack, Stadium, BN is probably not going to be a factor for you, but it is going to be a factor for Conference USA. We'll turn our attention to baseball. We're going to talk to David Kahn from the West Virginia Power when we come back from break later on. We will get your phone calls in. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. He's not going to like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's football season. 
David Kahn joins us from the West Virginia Power. Sorry, it's football season. You know it and I know it. It's football season. It is. Green Wave kickoff tomorrow against Wake Forest. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Honestly, I'm very excited. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about you know this playoff push for the power. Uh, I'm, I, I will not lie. My attention will be a little bit divided when the, the waves kick off at 8 o'clock Eastern time, but I will, uh, I will still bring all the action to you from Appalachian Power Park tomorrow, and then after the game's over, when we hit the road for uh, Charlie South, I will be tuning into the Green Wave broadcast. Uh, with the illustrious Todd Graffinini on the mic, so I will be uh, I'll be very excited to listen to that game, but uh, also you know still very much in baseball mode because uh, we have some exciting games down the stretch ball. It's it's almost there, right? You're close because uh, Longwood, of course, nobody's catching them, right? Nobody's catching them. Let's just go ahead and say it. Nobody's catching them. Yeah, Lake Lakewood. I mean, Lakewood. If they Lakewood, yeah, Lakewood. They, yeah, if Lakewood, if they win both games today and Hickory loses, they clinch the division. So that that one's all but done. Okay. Um, we're, we're we're not even we're not even thinking about that anymore. So we're we're looking at the wild card. Um, you know, we are we're a game back of Canapolis, but a win tonight for us and a loss for Canapolis would put us in front by winning percentage points. Uh, so you know, every game matters. We got six games left. We've won five in a row. The, the team, I can tell you, the team's goal right now is to win eleven in a row to finish the year. So. I mean that's that that's where this team is at right now. They're going one game at a time, but you know they want to go one and zero every night. But they they think they can you know rattle off you know eleven straight and take this one home. It looks like they have really found themselves right now. They've got a great winning streak going on. Hickory's still um, a team you got to contend with standing wise, but all in all, West Virginia has taken this quite seriously and looks like that they are making their final push. I don't think you can say the same for some of these other teams, especially you look uh, across the league. I think the best teams right now are probably in the northern half of this conference, and that's what's making it tough for the power. Everybody's tough right now in the north. Yeah, I completely agree. The thing that helps out the power right now is that Hickory is playing Delmarva, so those two teams are beating each other up, and then Delmarva has to go and play Lakewood. So, I mean, that's a tough assignment for them. And Hickory has to go or is going to play Greensboro, and they're always a team that you know likes to play spoiler. They played spoiler to the power last year, so I mean it, it's a, it's certainly a, an interesting situation uh, to look at. But right now, I mean the power's eyes are solely focused on Canapolis, and because they're the team the power needs to jump right now. And you know Canapolis is battling a very offensive team in Asheville. The last two games those two teams have played, they've gone 11 innings. Each team's won one, so their arms are a little are a little you know worse for wear and. You know, hopefully Asheville can take care of business, and, and we can as well. David Kahn joining us from the West Virginia Power. The Power are still in a battle trying to get into the postseason. And how um, how focused are these guys? You know, they know. You, you, you're out there trying to get better and obviously make your way up the ranks here. But at the end of the day, these guys want to go out there and get in the postseason. They want to win. And so – how has this bonding process uh, taken place? They seem to really have come together. You don't see that sometimes in some of these other teams because some players, okay, I'm moving on. Uh, this group of guys seems like they really are focused on that task right now, and whatever happens, happens after that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and even with the amount of guys we've gotten from 
Morgantown. I mean, we've, we've got five 2018 draft picks on our roster now. I mean, those guys have assimilated so well, and, and they talk about how, you know, friendly and jovial this clubhouse is and how loose it is right now. I mean, these guys, you know, they know they're playing well. They know they have the potential to make the postseason, and they know that, you know, they were, you know, considered, you know, as a as an underdog and a team that was, you know, basically out of it after the month of July that they had. So they're, they are playing like they have something to prove right now, and it's really exciting to watch. I mean, every guy is going out and giving his best effort every night. We've had back-to-back quality starts on the mound to start this series against Hagerstown. Our bullpen has been untouched for six innings. Uh, you know, Cal Mitchell's really turned it on uh, in this series against Hagerstown. Deion Stafford's continued to hit well. Uh, Connor Kaiser's really showed up as one of the new guys here with West Virginia. And, you know, it's just, it's just been really nice to watch. I mean, I think this team is really cohesive. They really enjoy playing with each other. And, you know, I think that lends itself to the confidence level this team has that they can go out and win a, win a ball game every night. Has it helped with the fans, of course, knowing the football season's almost here and for some it already is with high school and others. <laughs> but has it really been um, helpful to know that, okay, there's still a push going on here and we haven't lost the fans yet to other things? We certainly haven't lost the fans yet to other things. I mean, yes, of course, football season starts, Marshall playing on Saturday. You know, it's a, there's a buzz around the city about that, too. But I'm aware of the fact that the power could, you know, be making their first playoff appearance since 2015. And they're very much into this team right now. I mean, this team is so likable. They have so many good guys on this team. And, and it just makes the fans want to come out and cheer for them. And, you know, we've been – Really appreciative of the fan support uh, throughout the season, and you know we, we can't say enough about how good the fans have been to this power team, and and how much the team has appreciated it, and how much it really helps them, you know, getting to play in front of their home crowd it, when as they make this run. So you don't have this problem on Saturday. You don't have this problem, but if you did have the power at home on Saturday, and it is game day. You got to try to split screen that that scoreboard, that pretty nice scoreboard with the football games. How would that work? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what we would do with that. Uh, you know, we'd certainly try and do something with a Marshall game, of course. But uh, you know, it, it, I, we luckily we don't have to battle that issue, um, and we don't play at 3:30 on Saturday either. We play at six o'clock, so you know, fans could watch the Marshall game, watch Marshall win, and then they can. Uh, go watch the power, you know, take on the Charleston River Dogs. So, uh, luckily, those two things don't coincide. Uh, we would probably certainly have tried to move things around so we don't have the conflict anyways because we know about the rabid fan base for Marshall here. And, uh, I mean, if it did happen to be the same time, we probably would do something along the lines of in-between innings, you know, show highlights or something like that. But uh, we, we would have we made it work. David Kahn's our guest. So uh, what bowl game is Marshall and uh, the Way playing, and what game are we getting? Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, so it's going to happen, right? The Wave, the Herd? So the Wave the wave, and Marshall playing each other. Yes, each other. Okay. Well, so you have to look up Conference USA versus American bowl game. And I honestly don't know them off the top of my head. So, I mean, that's – ooh. So what do you think? Do you, have, do, you have a, do you have a thing in mind? I I, I don't know. Um, one, I'm thinking Marshall's going to get the Access Bowl bid this year, so maybe this isn't a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the Access. Yeah, because that's that's not um, that that's not you know Conference USA versus American. I'm not sure if there is 
a Conference USA versus American. Oh, there is. Okay, so there there would be the Gasparilla Bowl or the Boca Raton Bowl. No, no, no. Say, say it right. Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. I'm sorry. Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. They could also play in the Frisco Bowl, because that's an American versus an at-large bid. Yeah, I'm looking at the bowls here as well. Yeah, we could we could see that or happening. They could play, or they could play in the the Boca Raton Bowl. So there, there's there's three options right there where we we could have a a Green Wave versus Thundering Herd bowl game. And Paul, I think if we have that game, you and I have to somehow finagle our way into doing a live broadcast from wherever it is. I think we could do that. We can make okay. that happen. Right. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to work on that now to see if I can get it in the budget. Okay. But I think that's we can fine. make that happen. We're gonna have. Are we going to do joint broadcasts, or we're going to have like a, a, a stupid bet that all radio shows have with one no, another? No, no, no. So what we're, what we're going to do is we're going to do like an ESPN megacast. Okay. Uh, so, so you're going to be like the hype Marshall man, and I'm going to be the hype Tulane man. And we're going to do that. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have a former Tulane player with me as my color guy, and you're gonna have a former Marshall player, you know, anybody's fair game, whatever, whoever you can get. Like, and so I'm going, going after like, Pennington, right? Because he's broadcast trained. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you didn't, I'd be a little disappointed in you. I mean, I'm personally, I'm going after Matt Forte, but I mean, that's just me. Okay. Fair enough. So, I mean, Matt Forte. I mean, he might be a little busy, but I'm, I'm going after him. Shoot big, that, man. That's my that's my pick right now. Shoot big. Okay, so we'll have the mega cast here. We'll have competing broadcasts where we're yucking it well, up we'll, against so each we'll, other. We'll, we'll split screen the mega cast, so we'll be talking back and forth to one another. But so it'll be one screen. You want you want to fight? You know, to, to listen to Marshall versus Tulane. We'll both be on the same screen, and then we'll be able to hear each other. So we'll just we'll kind of it'll be like a kind of a back and forth uh, badgering contest okay I, i'm i'm okay with that completely uh, and then right, we could do like then a like a bill simmons type podcast uh show um live stream pr- prior to all this yeah to lead up to it I, I think that's a good idea i actually had an idea for an off-season uh, an off-season podcast for us because i know you were talking about that last time we talked and uh the idea was any of your listeners out there who if for some reason are still listening to this you know good on you um uh if they uh you know, because I obviously bring your show down, but it's all right. So, oh, um, man, <laughs> man, <laughs> if the um, if listeners want to send you topics for debate, and you and I then have to screen the topics, we come through, come up with the best like five or six, and we do like a, a 15, 20 minute segment where we pick sides on each of these topics and just you know argue for. 20 minutes. I think it would be I think it would be good. I think it would be a good a good show. We could do this. We could make it happen. So um the power of home by the way, we probably have neglected to really talk <laughs> about that. The power of home for a couple more. What do you got for us the next couple of days uh, or for fans who maybe want to venture up tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. So tonight is our final pets in the park night. Uh first pitch coming up in about 90 minutes or so. So we're certainly excited to have all of the little furry critters back out of the ballpark and tomorrow is our final game of the regular season at home. We have a Thirsty Thursday, but as I mentioned last week, it is a Tinder Thirsty Thursday. So in addition to your $1 and $2 beers and the college student ticket discount, we are also offering several fans who match with the Powers Tinder account 
that is actually out there, right? Like, if you match with the Power Cinder account, several fans who match will be selected to win upgraded party deck tickets. Um, so that's a you know great way to enjoy those any game at Appalachian Power Park. And the first 100 college students who buy their ticket at the box office get a free slice of pizza. So, I mean, free food, chance for party deck tickets, beers, college student discount. What more could you ask for to wrap up a home series? I don't think you can ask for anything else. I, I agree. I don't think so. So the schedule's this, home, then on the road, and then either you're back on the show to take your we're in the postseason victory lap, or what are we doing? <laughs> Either either I'm back on the show to do the we're in the postseason, you know, la di da, or we're doing a postseason post mortem slash the first episode of our off season podcast where we argue about nothing. I think that's gonna be our gimmick here. We're just gonna argue about nothing. We might have to we might have to schedule that um weekly. I d I don't know. An actual podcast. Look, I have no problem doing that. I mean that look I I've got I you know I've got stuff to do, but you know, it's not like I can't make it happen. Okay. David Kahn's joining us from the West Virginia Power. This shtick is going to be taken off to the digital realm sooner than later. <laughs> uh, so we're going to find out. We'll find out on Tuesday the 4th. We'll find out if it's going to be David Kahn on the radio or David Kahn on the podcast. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever it is. All right, so you've got the herd winning on Saturday. you got Tennessee or the Mountaineers winning. Mountaineers. Okay, Mountaineers yep, and I the Herd. I trust Will Greer, Heisman hopeful. Uh, you know, it was a big game in Charlotte. Uh, I think Will Greer has a little bit to prove, honestly. And I don't think Tennessee is the team everyone thinks they're going to be. So I, uh, I'm going with the Mountaineers by 10 points. And I've got, the, I've got the Herd by a touchdown over Miami, Ohio. There you go. We'll find out on Monday if he's right. Well, actually, we'll find probably out on Saturday not. if he's right. Dead wrong, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be way off on the point spread. Hopefully, I'm right on the teams, but I'm not very good at predicting college football. That's why I don't gamble. You know, it's um, it's homecoming for the Miami Redhawks on Saturday. <laughs> Wait, really? It is really. Oh my god! Week one. Week one homecoming. Jeez, that's terrible. You, you ever been to a game in Oxford? No. They have a great crowd for their first game and usually homecoming, so they've just blown that. Great job. Yeah. Way to go. David Kahn's our <laughs> guest. Good luck, man. Hopefully we're talking about the playoffs next week. If not, uh, we'll schedule that podcast time. All right, Paul. I hope I'm talking to you next week about postseason baseball. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. I agree, sir. Thanks, sir. That is David Kahn from the West Virginia Power. We're going to come back. We'll get your phone calls in. We're going to talk a little herd football with you as well when we continue on this edition of The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. It is August 29th. We are just days away from kickoff, thundering her taking on Miami. September 1st, it's all going to happen. We'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I think this is going to be a fun opener. I'm excited for this one. Miami, yeah, they were 5-7 and seven a year ago. Sure, but you look at where their losses came and you look at how they lost. They were in most of those contests. They have five games where they lost less than a score. 
and they were averaging a lot of points last year. They averaged 24 points, and they gave up 24 points. So you've got a senior quarterback. You've got Gus Raglan here, who I think is going to be even more of a threat this year than he was last year. And just go back and look at that game. Miami gave Marshall everything Marshall wanted and then some, and the Thundering Herd still were able to come back, win this one, because, well, you look at Keon Davis, the 20th player in the history of the NCAA to score a pair of kickoff returns for a touchdown in the same game. And then he did it on the opening kickoff, which really just shell-shocked Miami. But Miami's pretty deep. They're coming back. They've got almost everybody back. They've got a strong offensive line, very deep there. Um, they had some players who were injured last year. They're coming back. They've got eight players back on defense. Secondary, I think, is where Marshall might be able to do some damage. But then, again, we're still waiting on, okay, who's quarterback? That's it. That's the big thing to circle. Who's going to get the nod to start? And is that quarterback going to be effectively the quarterback? Or is Doc going to start somebody and go, all right, I'm I'm not feeling this. I'm going to put someone else in. Is that what we're going to see on the on the game Saturday? That the quarterback position is going to be win the job on game day? Right now, I think the Herd wins this one. Defensively, I like what I've seen from the Thundering Herd. Offensively, I think they've got a great core coming back. And the person that has the job of being quarterback, I think, is going to find that they're pretty protected. They're going to find that they are in good shape as far as being able to go out there and make some plays. We're going to take our final break, come back. We went a little long with David Kahn's. We're going to come back, make time for your phone calls. We'll carry on with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I want to remind you, high school football is back. Huntington High got the win last week against Belfry. Guess what? They're going to have to Riverside this week. We've got that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Chris Tatum, Woody Woodrum is going to have a call of that one. But also, game's going to be video streamed. That's right. You can go to our website on game day. And we'll give you the link right there. You can watch the video stream of this one. So if you want to listen to it, we've got you covered on the radio. If you want to watch the game, of course, we've got you covered as well. All you have to do is go to our website, wrvc.com. We'll have a link to our Facebook page as well. So you can watch the video stream or you can listen to the game right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. we got a lot of games this week to talk about. We're going to do that a little bit closer to Friday, of course. Huntington High, not the only team in action. We'll have Spring Valley action for you as well. Cabell Midland, Chesapeake. We'll tell you about all those broadcasts later on the week. But if you want to watch the Highlanders, we got you covered. It's coming up this Friday, and it's going to be on our web stream at wrvc.com. Also, find us on Facebook. Thundering Herd game on Saturday. We will not be able to stream that. Of course, uh, you can download the app and stream it that way. We're going to be at Roosters because... Where else are you going to watch the game? Do you have ESPN Plus? No? Well, you're going to watch it at Roosters. We'll be there on Saturday. Now, here's the deal. Kickoff 
be there before kickoff. Don't roll in 15 minutes beforehand. 30's fine. Don't do it 15. Roll in, get yourself seated, take care of yourself. But on Saturday, our game is going to kick off at 3.30 p.m. That means we're going to go on the air at 12.30, high noon plus 30 for our pregame show. And then we'll be there, get you set for the watch party, watch the game. Then after the game, we'll celebrate a herd victory. And then you can join us on the postgame. Hopefully we'll have some reaction to this one. And, of course, we'll take your phone calls as game one of the 2018 Thundering Herd season will be underway as Marshall taking on Miami. I'm looking forward to this. I really am. Next week, I don't know how I feel about next week with EKU. It's not really a premium ticket, EKU, as your home opener. Understand you get a home game. You'll play the teams that will come in. And you kind of make up for that the following two weeks because you get South Carolina and then you get NC State. You truly make up for both of those. Um, well, you, you, with those two, you really make up for it. South Carolina, of course, on the road, and then NC State's going to be at home. And then with the home schedule, your home schedule's pretty good. Middle, FAU, Charlotte's okay. I like playing Charlotte. I don't know how good that game's going to be, but I like playing Charlotte. And UTSA. I like UTSA. That team impressed me last year, and I hope to see more of them. I think they'll be good for the league. But your home schedule is pretty solid. You got four really solid games. You got one conference game that could be okay. We'll see how Charlotte does. And there's EKU. But, and I'm not looking past Miami, if you are going to schedule an FBS team, if you're going to put one on the schedule, give me one that I can get into. And EKU, I want to see Marshall play. From a, I remember back in the day, and those matchups were always something else. So give me EKU. I know it's not fair. You got a Division I school, you got a football championship series school against an FBS school. You got differencing. It's. I'm okay with it. It's a win, right? Now, if it's not a win, then we got trouble. But it's a win. Completely. They're just one double A to me. I'm going to go with the one double A. It's easier for me to remember. One double A. Marshall taking on one double A EKU. And then going on the road against South Carolina. But we've got the game for you. And hopefully you'll join us on Roosters on Saturday. Looking forward to a good crowd down there. This should be fun. And um, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure who's coming yet from uh, the radio station. But after that, next week's going to be the fun week for us because we're going to be back on the West lot. Uh, I'm going to get the e- details tomorrow, I'm hoping. Uh, we're going to have live music once again. The stage is going to be bigger. It's going to be a lot bigger. Dave Walsh is going to be back. I'm going to be there. We'll have musical entertainment right up to kickoff. It's going to be pretty fun. It's getting bigger and better. It looks like the um, the West lot is finally what I thought it should be years ago. Lots of action, a lot of entertainment going on, making tailgating fun. 
because college football is about tailgating, right? It's about tailgating. That's what a lot of people come. They ask, hey, how's the tailgating? Not how's the game going to be. It's how's the tailgating. How, how's that? I'm going to go to a Marshall game. How's the tailgating? That's going to be the big question there. But uh, we are going to tomorrow ramp it up because tomorrow's the Doc Holiday call-in show. That's coming up tomorrow night at 7. And then before that, Inside Herd Athletics is the name of the program with Marshall University Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. Why he set himself up for this once again, I don't know, but he's putting himself out there for an hour every week. He's going to sit down with Kendrick Communications President Mike Kurtner. He's going to sit down. It's unscripted. It's Mike doesn't know, Mr. Hamrick. Mr. Hamrick doesn't know what question's coming at him. And you can join the program as well with your phone calls. And the only reason I bring that up is so many times I've heard, why doesn't Mike Hamrick do this? Why is Mike Hamrick doing this? I present to you your one open shot every week at Mike Hamrick. You want to know why he's doing something? Here he is. Right here before you. You can call the program, and let me tell you up front, we're not screening the calls. You want to ask him a question, we'll pretty much get you on the air. Now, we do have rules. We have some some guidelines for you. But you meet the minimum standard, we'll get you on with Mr. Hammer. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the program. Thanks to David Kahn for joining me today. I appreciate our producer, Gabriel Sellers. Back tomorrow. We'll get right back at it. Getting closer to game day. and Looking forward to it. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone. station.